2: Take a Man podcast from Odyssey Sports. That's Logan Paulson. I'm Craig Hoffman, and London Fletcher is our guest. All right, Logan, the, the time that I know you've been looking forward to the entire podcast as much as the last 50 minutes have been enjoyable, uh, sure. certainly many fans, listeners, uh, looking forward to story time with Fletch. Logan, are there any particular stories you wanted to ask the Soon to be Hall of Fame linebacker. <laughs> well, I think that, I feel like I worded that better at that time.
3: I think, I think if, the thing about Fletch that is so cool is like when you get a player who plays longer than like ten years, they they're like a time capsule of like different eras of the NFL. So like when Fletch came in, like the NFL was one thing, and when he left, it was something completely different. And so like for me as a young player to be introduced to kind of like he already talked about some of the stuff that like I think makes him really special, and like that physical mindset, like playing through injury like he imparted that to me, you know, and like in terms of people that impacted my career, my philosophy towards football, like I always say, like, like Lorenzo, Kedrick, but like London Fletcher, I don't know if he knows that because like he, you know, he just was a guy in the locker room, just being a leader. But like, I think that that type of stuff, those like little stories about, Oh, you know, like I had this injury and it kind of motivates you to kind of say, I want to be a little bit like that guy. Who's like a really special football player, but I do have a funny story. The first time I ever saw Fletch practice. And so Fletch, I think I was two thousand ten, right? And was, you know, I was twenty four and you're probably what, like hundred years old. How old are you then?
2: He uh, was thirty five according yeah. to pro football reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah thirty five. Yeah. So
3: yeah. thirty five years old, and everyone, you know, like you fall off a cliff at thirty, or whatever, you know, like the, the genetic thing is. And I remember watching him practice <clears throat> and he was practicing literally every play like it was a full speed game. Like he was like, he was, I remember he ran to the sideline and he like pushed the back out of bounds. He did like a full somersault and like jumped to his feet and then like sprinted <laughs> back to the huddle. And I remember thinking to myself like, that dude is a freaking animal. He's, he's like he's 35 years old. And like, again, like it's just one of those moments, like it was probably nothing to fletch. But for me, I was like, like that is like, that is the intensity with which I need to approach practice. Like, and he just did that. Every day, every day you did that. I remember you also almost gave me a concussion a couple times, like just being you. You know what I'm saying? Like it just, and like that was the standard. He was like, he was, he was made out of pig iron, he was indestructible, he practiced as hard as he could every day. And he also lied to me about playing, having three days when he first got in the league, too. Yeah, that's the thing. Like now I'm like, I'm second guessing all my stories because I'm like, well, maybe they're not true because he was just saying that to get to get me to do something. I, I, I... To...
4: <laughs> Logan, you got to. I did not lie to you. I did not lie to you. You got to you got to tell what, what you said. I lied to you. You have to share that. So
3: I remember I was di- it was in training camp. I was dying. You know, it was two days, whatever. And these were, these were easy two a days because like the afternoon was a was a walk And so Fletch came up to me and like was a whole bunch of rookies. He's like, you know what, guys? Like uh, we used to do three days. And I just looked at him like, what? And he goes, yeah, three days, full pads, tackle the ground. And I was like, well, I guess like if they were doing three days, like I can at least do this bull like one in a walkthrough. And then we were on the show the other day and I brought that up to Julie on air. It was live. And Fletch goes, oh, we never had three days. I made that whole thing up. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm kind of like, well, what's what's real? What is it? Or was Fletch just saying stuff to get me motivated through camp? I don't know.
4: There, there, there was an element of truth to the story. <laughs> and there was an element of, let's call it embellishment to the story. <laughs> the fact was we, we did... Some days have three and day practices. However, I didn't share with Logan that the the third practice or the second practice was a special teams practice, and it was kind of like you weren't in pads, <laughs> you were in you know shorts and whatever, and it was like maybe let's call it an hour practice and nothing major, and that that would probably happen every third day or something like that. So there was <laughs> there was a three a day practice that took place. We weren't in full pads on on all three of those practices. However, we we did now those two of day practices in itself were just brutal. Yeah. But yeah, you 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 guys were soft and a little complaining <laughs> about being tired with uh, one one full pad of practice that was probably only an hour and forty five minutes with Coach Shanahan and uh yeah that's true. And a, a walk through like dude I, I don't feel sorry for you like you, this is easy right now you suck it up and let's let's play football
3: well dude i think that's the thing like i look at like training camp now like so when i left it was 2019 was my last year my last training camp and i'd be at the lunch hall and guys would be like oh man i'm so tired and i I just remember i always thought about you you don't again like the the smallest things but london fletcher three days just being like you just got to do it go out and get it done and i just remember thinking fletch would die These guys have like it's like an hour hour and twenty five minute practice and a walkthrough and they're dying in training camp and it's just so funny how that changed so drastically I think
4: it it is I'll tell you you know what I remember about Logan is as as like he does now and what makes it was made him you know be able to play for as long as he played and why he's why he's uh, good at you know doing a podcast and, and being on television he always wanted to know and ask questions like you know, flash How? So he was, he was the scout team oh, tight end. Yeah. And during those times I had to cover, we play so much man to man. Hell I, from me, my standpoint, I covered more, more man to man. And I felt like the cornerbacks did. <laughs> and he was just all, he could never really beat me. And he would always be like, Dang, man, how, you know, how are you able to, to cover this and this route and this route. And, um, uh, you know, guys, you guys ran like what you call a basic route, yep. and and some of the other routes that you you guys ran, and and you just like, man, I, I like you could tell every day he would go home trying to figure I, out always. how he could beat me. <laughs> always, was, and it was it was time for me to leave. When Logan finally started beating me, I was like, it's time to retire. <laughs> My last year, Logan started to finally beat me. I was like, alright best time. It's to it.
2: time to call it. <laughs> it's your fault he was
3: gonna play forever you retired London no it's but like I remember like because I'd go and like you know I do the I'd watch Jason Witten tape and I'd be like oh well what if I do this and like I just remember and uh, this is also just different like I remember it would be like a full like like you know holding all this kind of stuff and just straight push off and all that kind of thing and Fletch always kind of knew like five yards wasn't out eight yards was this 14 yards was this. And he always was able to guess it right. And I just was like, son of a gun. And then, you know, he's right. One day I started beating him. But also, like, Fletch, you forgot to tell him that you like you were only practicing, like, one period a day because your ankle was so <laughs> up. So, Fletcher on one leg. Fletch on one leg was.
4: Let me also tell you another uh, element you needed. Don't mess up the, a good story with the truth. Like, with an element of truth like you let the good story ride. You know?
3: I should have, man. I yeah, like, I retired um, Fletcher. No, Fletcher had a like. Fletcher's ankle was like your your ankle was like messed up. I remember that was another oh, crazy. Yeah. That was <laughs> another crazy story about that season. I remember Fletch, <laughs> like he'd come to the walkthroughs, right, and then he wouldn't come to practice. You just get treatment home. He didn't practice. You didn't practice at all. Like that. Like the second half of 2013, and then you would just I would come, practice one day, a one week, day a week, and,
4: and that was. And it was really, go ahead, finish it. No, no, finish, yeah, uh, and it was like,
3: and then I just remember, like, you knew everything. Like, there was no practice required. Like, you were so dialed in mentally that, like, and again, that just things that influence you. Like, you didn't always need to be banging your head against the sled or banging your head nine on seven. Like, the film study was almost just as important. And, like, that year showed me just how important it was, you know, just being dialed in, being on all your stuff, you know, so.
4: Yeah, no, it, it was uh and it wasn't my choice not to practice. I mean, you mentioned the ankle; my ankle was jacked up, and I would I would literally have to take painkilling injections for every game, probably the second half of the season, just to be able to play. And you know, you get through you get through the game, and then you put, I'm paying for it on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And the reason why I practiced that one day a week, it wasn't necessarily for me, Logan. It was more about for I felt like the team and also the defense, like they needed to hear my voice. They yeah. needed to have me out there barking out the commands. Just my mindset of how we need to practice and why we need to practice a certain way. And here's here's my, my biggest regret that I've had, that I had during my career. That 20, 2012 season after we, you know, we went off, we went run off what, six games or whatever seven, to, yeah. to make the playoffs. Seven. Yes. And it was seven games um to, to make the playoffs. And just the 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 height, the sense of urgency that we had, we beat we beat the Cowboys that that final game, regular season game, to make the playoffs. And again, I was only practicing one day a week. Maybe I think towards the end, Yeah, I'm still only practicing one day a week. And I can remember when we we're getting ready to play Seattle in the playoffs. That that Wednesday practice was one of the worst practices I can I can remember. And the reason it was one of the worst practices, I mean the receivers were dropping balls all yeah. over the place. Defense looked a mess. And normally if I had been practicing, I would have MF'd everybody, would have, hey, let's start this thing over. And I'm and I'm sitting there and I'm watching the practice and I'm like you know what, no, maybe just, you know, it'll be okay. And the next day, Thursday, I practiced. Typically, I wouldn't practice until Friday. I said, you know what, I need to be out here because this practice is awful. I'm going to practice the next day. You know, that's how we need to practice better. And, you know, practice, I ended up practicing Thursday and Friday. But I felt like I should have said something that Wednesday, Wednesday. Because when we, yeah, when we played that, that Sunday game, if you think about it, there were several drops that happened in that ball game. Defense didn't, you know, we had some some busting in, in coverages or things that that happened throughout the course of the game. And I felt like happened that that Wednesday in practice, and I should have addressed it. And that was that was like, man, that you know, me as a leader, I should have I should have stepped up and said and you know, got and said something because I knew what a a championship practice looks like and it, that. That Wednesday practice did not look like a championship type of practice.
3: Well, that's something about you that I, like, again, in addition to the the toughness and, like, the leadership, like, you led in a way that I had never, in my 10 years since, never saw. And what I mean by that is, like, you were the dude. I remember being, it was in training camp, like, and no one wants to practice anymore in training camp, and you didn't like the nine-on-seven period. And you basically told Coach, hey, like, start, you told Mike Shanahan, like, start the period over. And I remember thinking like, oh, like that's just how it's going to be. And like, and and that was something I always respected about you. Like if it wasn't to your standard, like you always, you were very, very good at like stepping in and saying the right things and getting guys going. And, you know, like I I do, I remember in 2013, you probably don't remember this. I remember Mike was kind of giving us like a really cushy training camp because he thought we were going to be ready to go. And like, you know, another playoff team and he was doing what he thought was best and I remember you came up after practice one day and said, like, this is, like, nonsense. You didn't say that exactly, but you said, like, this is nonsense. Like, we need to be playing and practicing in a more physical way. And I just remember thinking, like, that's a guy who has, like, a vision for what, like, success and greatness looks like. And, it, you know, again, I, 10 years, never saw anybody else do that, not one other person. So, you know, that's something I always respect.
4: Yeah, I appreciate it. And, you know, we, when you are, when you're around it and you see and you know what it should look like, I think as your job as a as a leader, whether you're a captain or not, is to hold yourself accountable and hold others accountable. And when you when it's not up to the standard that you know it takes to win, you have to say something.
2: And you did, and uh, I think things went pretty well for you. Uh, tons <laughs> of success over over the career. Sixteen years in the NFL, a Super Bowl championship in your second year with St. Louis, uh, Pro Bowls, All Pros, and again soon, hopefully the hall of fame uh london this was phenomenal man we definitely would love to have you back at some point during the season if not multiple times during the season thanks so much for doing this and uh we will try to uphold your standard here <laughs> on take Command.
4: hey make logan get twitter man that's that's like <laughs> yeah. said you had to yeah it you, wasn't me uh, flesh said you, you had to you need to promote the promote your podcast <laughs> man <laughs> I
2: guess Logan will see you on Twitter. I'll see you on the radio. That's it for Take Command. (laughs) See ya.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better.